0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الذي بعث محمدا بالحق والهدى وأنزل عليه آخر قطبه بلسان عربج مبين يخرج الناس من الذلمات إلى النور والصلاة والسلام على من أرسله الله رحمة للعالمين افصح العربي لسانا واقواهم بيانا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اجل الاخوه وصي نفسي واياكم بتقوى الله فانها اعظم ما يحتاج اليه المسلم السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته uh, we give all perfect praise and adorations to Almighty Allah, the Lord of the Universe, the Lord of Incomparable Majesty, the Cherisher, Nourisher, and of Mankind and all that exist. We praise Him, we adore Him, we glorify His name. We also bear witness that there is no worthy no of worship except Allah, and that Muhammad is His Messenger. May the peace and blessings of Allah continue to be on him. His households, his companions, his wives, and everyone who follows his path to the day of reckoning. I mean, uh, I admonish myself and you all with the fear of Allah, taqwa Allah. I admonish myself and you all with taqwa, fear of Allah. You see, taqwa uh, to fear Allah, to be conscious of Allah, is something very important. Is uh, a very important matter in the life of a Muslim. And when we look at Taqwa, a lot of scholars have given different definitions to it. And um, one, the one I would like to share with you is the one defined by uh, Ali bin Abi Talib regarding Taqwa. He said, Taqwa, al khawf min al-Jalil, wal tazil wal bil-Qalil, so Ali ibn Allah he said, What is taqwa? Al min al Jalil. Taqwa is to fear Allah, to fear the all magnificent, Allah alone, to be conscious of him. Walking upon the revelation that is the Quran and the Sunnah. Anything you want to do, you make sure it is in accordance with the Quran and the Sunnah. Allah tazil and also being satisfied being contented with whatever little you have and this is where i would take my admonition from uh, and also preparing for the last day the day of resurrection you always prepare towards it you always know that oh there's a day in which Allah will gather everyone and reward them with whatever they have done in the past so where i would take my admonition from is uh, being satisfied, being contented with whatever little you have, because in this modern day of ours, we all know different activities that the youth are partaking in, and this kind of activities with it they generate money, with it they make money. In fact, very huge amount of money that this particular youth they make from it. So, this kind of um, thing that is some youth making money from a particular from a particular source this source in quotes is actually uh, an haram source it's an illegal source which islam doesn't permit us to go into so let us note that which i will explain later so but we see the youth making money huge money from it and the other youth that are conscious of allah that they have taqwa in them that don't if if they are not careful If they don't understand the taqwa which they are they are having, if they don't understand that being contented with whatever little you have is part of that taqwa, then they might fall into what into getting oppressed or impressed by what by those who are engaging in making huge money by taking different illegal sources. So that is why uh, a very important part of taqwa is that you are satisfied with whatever little you have. You make sure you are contented with whatever Allah has given to you. You don't look at others. You don't let them impress you or even oppress you with whatever they have made. You know, um, there's this evil that is widespread among the youth nowadays. That is um cybercrime, Yahoo, internet fraud. So it's widespread, so common these days that in every campus, in every institution, even secondary schools, you always find them there. In large number not even small number you find them in large number i mean this thing it, it has now become as if it is now legal the way people are are, are are very much into it you now think is this thing now legal is it now legalized can we now do it the way they are they are much into it so you find it in every state in every town in fact in every neighborhood you get into you always find this these guys and they are making huge money from it. I mean, the thing has become so easy that they make the money easily, whereas it is what it is, and haram money. So, a conscious Muslim that has the taqwa of fear of Allah shouldn't let himself get impressed or oppressed to the extent that he would now also fall into such an evil deed. I mean, partaking in what yeah, oh, internet fraud, because you see, uh, internet fraud. You can categorize it under the uh, under under under, um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, oppression. That's how you can categorize it oppressing fellow human being. And you know, when you are talking of sins, you can categorize sins into two you can sin against Allah, or you sin against your own soul. Sorry, into three. It's either you sin against Allah, or you sin against your own soul or you sin against a fellow human being. And let me tell you, after ascribing partners with Allah, you know, that is the greatest of all sins, a very grievous sin, right? The second greatest sin is what? It's oppression. Sinning against fellow human being. Don't misquote me. There are other greater sins after shirk, as said by the scholars, but those ones are against your own souls, like committing zina, drinking alcohol, and you know all those songs they are against your own, own soul and against Allah. But the second greatest sin after shirk is actually what? To oppress fellow human beings. To take what does not belong to you from another person. Oppressingly, oppressively. So that is a very grievous and great, great, a very great sin in the sight of Allah. You know, there's this hadith uh, where the messenger was admonishing the companions one day. He said, At Muflis. Oh, companions! Do you know the most unfortunate person? Do you know the most wretched person? The companion has said, "Okay, the most unfortunate person is someone that doesn't have anything. He doesn't have money. He doesn't have any means of enjoyment of this of this world. People don't like him. He's poor. He's wretched. So that's the most wretched, and unfortunate person amongst us." Messenger said, "No, that's not the most wretched person. The most wretched person is someone." Who went in the world, he used to pray very well, his prayers are complete, he used to fast very well, His fasting, they are complete, he used to go to Hajj, he used to give soda call. he used to do a lot of things. You see, I mean, he, he, he performs virtually all righteous actions and they are perfect, they are good. But on the day of judgment, when Allah might have judged him that, okay, this person should go to Jannah. That's when people will now start coming. that, Oh Allah, don't let him go to Jannah yet. On this so day, he oppressed me. Another person will come. On this so day, he collected my property oppressively, illegally. Another person will come. On this so day, he beat me. He used his power over me because he's more powerful than I am. He oppressed me. So different people will be coming that, Oh Allah, this person should not go yet. He has oppressed us in the past. And today, we want our what? We <coughs> want retribution. We want retaliation. We want our... Our reward back from him. So, what would happen? They'll be taken from this man's good act that he had done and the reason to repay his debt to those whom he had oppressed. Until all his good acts would would become uh, vanished, until all his good acts would, would be exhausted from giving them to people he had oppressed. Then, if other people are still coming, that, oh, Allah, He also oppressed me too, I want my own reward too now. What would happen they would be taking from the sins of the people he had oppressed and be adding it to his own sins until his matter would later end to a hellfire look at that so he has oppressed people he has taken people's properties illegally he has lied to people he has used social engineering to get things from people illegally so and this is what cybercrime yaw yaw is all about so a muslim shouldn't be caught in such an act because you know if you should commit such an act no Matter the kind of good acts you might have done, no matter the number of solar and fasting you might have taken on the day of judgment, all of them will be used to repay those whom you have oppressed, those whom you have taken their properties and wealth illegally. You will you, you, you use all your good actions to repay them. So, a Muslim is not someone you find in such an act like Yahoo, but then the case is different today. So, it is even the Muslims you find as the Taking the higher percentage in this particular act so we find muslims more than even the non-muslims so why is this so so this will let us realize that a lot of us we actually don't understand the concept of taqwa we don't un- understand what it means to be conscious of allah to fear allah it's not just to fear allah alone like when we hear his name we'll be, we'll be shivering oh allah oh allah so it entails several other things and one of them is what told abitulib has mentioned be satisfied with whatever little you have. Know that whatever is your own is what Allah has given to you. And more will still come if you actually uh, depend and rely on Allah that, Oh Allah, I want this, please do it for me. And you are walking in the legal way. You are working in the right way. You are not taking the path of destruction. Allah will surely give you more. So, being satisfied with whatever little we have. You don't be looking at what other people's hand. Oh, my friend is now is now is now is now driving Benz. Oh, my friend now has a house. Oh, my friend is using an iPhone twelve. Oh, me too. I should get this. I should get that. You see, we are not satisfied. You are going to, you uh, are going to employ save. You are going to employ different means, different illegal means to get these things. Um, there's this story that was shared to me by uh, a friend. So he said his uncle, where, uh, in the hospital where he's working, so he's doing um, what's was, what was this thing called, housemanship. So the house officers that are assigned to him to be working with him, this one is a student, but they are in training with that particular uh, doctor in housemanship. So he said he looked at one of the guys, and one day, he's a student, just a medical student in 400 or doctorary level. So he said, Wow, you're using iPhone 12. When you see the money to buy this phone, he was like, his father bought it for him. Wow, your father bought it for you, just ordinarily bought it for you. So he said, no, he had to tell his father that they needed it for some things in school. Like, iPhone 12 is an instrument they need in school. So that is why his father bought it for him. Look at that. Because he was oppressed by his colleagues that are using it, that he didn't know where they got their own source to actually get the phone but he was oppressed, so he had to go and lie at home that they needed such a phone in school so that he also could be using it and feel among his colleagues. So if you are not satisfied or contented with whatever Allah has given you, you are going to employ several other means to get what you are not supposed to get at that particular time. Even if Allah will give you later. But because you, you are not satisfied at the moment, then you are going to employ a way which is illegal and which is not right inside of Allah. So a redobil Khanil, being satisfied with whatever little we have is one of the aspects of Attaqwa which every one of us should imbibe with. We ask Allah to make us understand it more than more than it has been said. Salam Wayu